everybody and welcome to this episode of TNCBA's tips tricks and how to's guys and in this episode we're going to talk to y'all about the long a now the long a was meant to be a jerk bait but it made a horrible jerk bait <laughs> it's a terrible jerk bait. And it's horrible to cast it, it it's really a pain in the butt sometimes but this is a great top water wake bait uh, so what we want to talk to y'all about today is some of the modifications we make to it. Um, I've leaned on it a little more he heavy, Kelsey, during the, the fall, transition yes. in the winter. But it is a bait that during that springtime, as those mm -hmm. bass are starting to move up, as they're starting to move on beds, it's a really good way to move down the bank and get them to show themselves. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's a, it's one of those slower moving, you know, top water top waters. So I mean, I feel like it sits in their face a little bit longer, so it does yeah. get their attention. So and it's I, very I think it's subtle. Yes. There's not a lot of noise to this. It's very quiet. Um, and and I've really I've really progressed in what I like to throw mm -hmm. it on and how I've changed up my approach to the technique with with what I use for my rod, my reel, my line. Uh, the one thing that I haven't changed up too much is the bait itself. So when it comes to the long A, most of the time, probably 95% of the time, Kelsey, I'm going to be throwing that bone color. Oh, yeah, um, and, definitely. And the bone color seems to be the go-to, and I'll give you all a close-up of it here. Uh, and that, that bone color, just kind of an off-white, but one other thing that we'll do sometimes to these mm -hmm. is we'll sand them down. And you'll take a little bit of that sandpaper, and it'll just rough that finish up enough that it takes off some of that gloss to it. Yes. It just gives it a dull look, so it's a different look. I know some of the, the older... Uh, long A's you could actually take them the ones that were painted like the chrome ones the, the chrome ones was the more those, popular one yeah. and those were the ones that you could really sand down um and have a really true bone look that yes. was bare and just a dull finish to it mm -hmm. almost looked a little bit matte um so bone is going to be my go-to other people like to throw that that chrome black back and there are some other colors i've thrown some some clear with a chartreuse belly a little bit sometimes yeah. and had some luck but the main thing is going to be bone now, let's first talk about modifications to the bait. And we've had some guys do some how-tos even in our club meetings and mm -hmm. stuff. And they talk about, you know, maybe trying to get this bait to sit different in the water. Try it. You want to you wanna get it to where it's walking and making that V-shape along mm -hmm. the top of the water. Uh, and if you ever watch shad sometimes when they're up just moving along the surface, you'll see that V. Oh, yeah. And those fish like to key in on that. Um, so, Kelsey... When, when you're throwing the bait or, or when you're making any modifications to the bait, what's one thing that you like to, to add or to do? Is there anything that you make a change to? My biggest thing that I like to do is add that little treble hook with the feather on yeah. the tail end of it. That's just, it looks like, it gives it a different profile. It looks like there's another little fish with it, whatever, yeah. whatever you may have it. It's just a, it's just one of those things that's going to create another reaction. It's going to, it's going to be that target that they aim for. And I will say this about adding the feather as well to the back hook. It, it accentuates that action. Mm -hmm. So that making well, it walk and making it look like it's just kind of swimming through the water. Well, it helps I, with I feel that like a lot. It, I feel like it balances it out as well because, because if you take it out of the pack, just like it is, those baits are a little nose heavy. Mm -hmm. So, so I do feel like it balances it out and allows it to swim a little, a little better through the water. Cause we don't want it to dive. I mean, mm -hmm. we want this thing to stay on top of the water and we'll get into the talk about the, the technique and how we, how we bring this thing back to the boat and what we do with the rod and reel. 
But again, you are kind of trying to balance that thing out. You want to make sure that it's at least uh, enough of the nose is in the water so that it's still walking really good. Exactly. But you don't want it burying itself and pulling it under. We want this to stay up on the surface. So that, that feather on the back, a feathered treble, is really good to accentuate that walking action, help you with a little bit of a profile look to it. And then the other thing I like to do, Kelsey, and I, I've changed out the hooks. I'll take off those the the front and the middle hook, mm-hmm. and I'll put on uh, some number four, uh, the mega bass hooks that they put on their jerk baits. And yes. those things are super sticky. And when you're fishing this bait, it is super, super subtle. And you can go back into some of our other videos on YouTube here and watch um, some of the, the tournaments from the late fall, early winter. This bait is awesome up on Holston awesome up on Watauga, anywhere there's smallmouth around. I've caught some largemouth on it. Oh, yeah. But we predominantly go chasing smallmouth whenever we're fishing this. So, again, color. going to go with bone to start out. That's going to be my basics. Then I might sand it down a little bit or have one that's sanded down for, like, a little bit more of a dull finish. Mm-hmm. Again, play around with colors. See what you like. See what works for you on different days. I just have a lot of confidence in the bone. Then think about adding you a tre- uh, feathered treble. I've also fished with some guys that had a feathered front treble, too. They doubled up on it. Yeah. So you can do that as well. And then maybe just think about changing out the hooks if you want to go with something a little bit stickier, um, maybe an EWG style. But these fish are coming up from under this bait. And if it's explosive, yeah, they'll come out of the water. But there's been a lot of times, Kelsey, those bigger ones, Mm -hmm. they come up and just slurp it down and it's gone. And that's where my rod and reel setup comes into play. I started out... I like to throw it on a spin reel because you can yeah. throw it really far. You had some issues with the way it flies through the air. It's somewhat like a shad wrap in the way it kind of just yeah. all over the place, yeah. right? It's a very, very lightweight bait. Yeah, and if you got any it wind, profile. It, it, it can be a pain. Then I switched over and kind of went to the idea of a, a, a medium action crankbait rod mm-hmm. and a 5-4 to 1 bait caster. Yeah. And I like that because... I felt like I had a little more, a little more force behind it, a little bit more uh, help with the fight because these fish, we're talking about three and a half, four and a half, pushing five pounds smallmouth. You're you're catching a lot of good quality fish, so I liked having that that bait caster and that bait cast rod to to give me a little bit of extra oomph there. Oh yeah. But then I went a step further. I changed it up even more because I was still having those issues with the castability and stuff and keeping it up on top of the surface. Uh, and the five four to one, I felt like I had to work it a little, reel it a little too fast to get it to do what I wanted to do. And there mm-hmm. was a fine line between whether this bait started to dive down or I could get the action really good. The last the last change I made that I've stuck with now for a little while that I really loved, and this really came out of a necessity. I was fishing the Bassmaster Open down on Cherokee, and it was late October, and this bait. I wanted to have in the box, but I also yeah. needed some top water stuff in there too. Exactly. And I can't take a lot of stuff with me as a co-angler. So I had just six rods. One of the rods was a top water. It's a crucial top water, uh, seven, six, medium action, super soft tip with 50 pound braid on it. Mm. And what I did was I, I put this on on day two towards the end and started throwing it. I put it on that rod because it's all I really had to yeah. go with. And I caught one. At the last 10 minutes of that tournament to weigh in, uh, and I loved how little effort I had to put into it. With the braid, this bait Cast. flies, casts excellently, flies a mile. And then with that high-speed reel, 
that is on the um, on that top water, I barely had to move it and it would work. But it's an MGX, so it's made for lighter baits. Yes. So with that reel matched with it, I could keep it on the surface really good making that V. And then with the braid matched with that really limber rod, I don't even set the hook. I mean, they come up there, they grab it, they take off, try to turn down and make their run. And because of that limber rod, it gives so much to them. But the braid does the hook setting for me. Oh, yeah. So as I'm reeling, I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to reel it along slowly. You're going to have to train yourself and teach yourself not to swing on them. Let them come up there and eat it because there are going to be times that for this bait, they're going to come up there and they're going to miss it or yep. they're going to swirl right underneath we've it. Had, we've and what had do we many do? different. What do you got to do? You just got to let it sit. Just let just it sit. Dead, dead stick that bait. Dead stick it for a little They'll bit. They'll come back. And if they don't come back immediately while it's dead stick, just a that, it seems like that first initial movement. Mm-hmm. Maybe even just a little pop uh, of the rod. They're sitting there watching it. And that's why you can't swing. It drives them crazy that when you let it sit there, they didn't kill it. It's not sinking down to them, and they're trying to they're trying to look at it. And Holson's fun because a couple times I've been able to watch him. It's oh, happening yeah. so close to the boat, you can see him down there sitting about five or six feet under the water just watching that bait. And then as soon as it moves again, here they come and they crush it. Mm-hmm. So, guys, the long A butt is awesome. Some great topwater action, super subtle. There's not a lot of that wrist action and working it so it doesn't wear you out too bad, which is really, really nice. Um, because I know working, trying to walk the dog with something and stuff oh, like yeah. that can really wear you out over the long course of the day. So this is a good way to combat that. So as you fish it, make some of these modifications. Feather on the, the back hook, that feathered treble. Maybe sand it down a little bit. Try out what you like. Again, for me right now, a 7.6 topwater action rod with a medium action, soft tip, high speed reel with 50 pound braid. I'm going to be able to cast it a long ways. And when they come up and, and swirl on that or take that bait down, I don't have to do much work to mm-hmm. get that hook set into them. They do it themselves. It gives them enough time to, to get that bait. But guys, take this out. Try it as a search bait, especially here during the spawn. Going into the post spawn, you're going to love it. And then bust it out again in that fall going into the wintertime. Hope you've enjoyed this tips, tricks, and how-tos. And we'll see you on the next one, guys. See you guys.